Good morning and welcome to another episode of Real World Talks with Lourdes, Kat, and Natalie. Hi, ladies. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So for today's episode, we actually don't have any special guests. We are going to be trying out something new. Um, we are going to be doing a segment called Real World Hospitality Tea. And this is a new segment where we talk about trendy topics currently happening within the hospitality industry and what's going on with COVID and how it's impacting um, our world in terms of hospitality. So one of the topics that we're going to be discussing and covering today is actually the airlines. And Kat can give a little bit more information on that topic. Sure. So Obviously, you know, because of the virus, um, it has really affected our industry tremendously. Our industry already has been kind of very sensitive um, and been shut down. But surprisingly, within the last couple of weeks, um, the airlines have been slowly picking up. And it's kind of like slowly scary, but slowly with like some encouragement for our industry where they have shown, and I'm not going to disclose the airline specifically, but there have been um, two major ones that have been on the news that been full, like full capacity with their flights booked. So I thought about it and I'm like, this is, this is exciting. It's encouraging on one aspect because obviously for our world, we depend on the airlines and for that, you know, tourism coming in or people flying in and out, you know, is encouraging to us. But then I'm sitting here thinking, this is scary, kind of walking into an airplane that is completely booked. So ladies, what do you think about this? Would you be excited to get on a cheap? Because the prices have dropped. Like it's very affordable to kind of go domestic, possibly in a first class. So what do you think? Would you guys be in a rush to get on a plane? No. No. <laughs> no. Why um, not? I think it's just a matter of the proximity in terms of where you are sitting with the other passengers on the plane. And I feel like it's just too early for me, in my opinion. Um, with so many people aboard the plane, you never know who may have what. And being that you may be sitting next to someone so closely, it's just it's a scary thought that you may contract something so quickly. And I just, I, I can't, no, okay, I can't exactly. do Exactly. And some of them don't even want to wear masks. So I don't want to put my health in risk just because someone is ignorant enough not to wear a mask or even, you know, follow some like requirements. So. Okay. No. Okay. So now that you guys have shared me some concerns, I have now replied back from the airlines with that. So some airlines are now offering Okay, for not permanently, but temporarily because of your concerns about, yes, why, I don't know if I want to be on a three-seat row with literally on top of someone else. So how about if now we have the middle seat open and now we're requiring every single passenger and flight attendant and pilots to wear a mask? Would that change the game for you guys? Nope. I still <laughs> it. It, it might change for me. Uh-huh. It see? depends where I'm flying to, number one, and if everyone is actually abiding by those rules. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, let's say, I know, Nat, that we've discussed that you were planning on doing some international travel, which I was super excited for you. So, <laughs> would you be 
open to a six to 10 hour flight across country to your favorite dream destination, if possibly it's you on the window seat, right? Mm -hmm. Middle seat empty, and maybe you have a, ga a guest on the aisle seat. How about that? With the okay. mask on. That seems ideal for me. And the flights are cheap. There's space in between us. Everyone is wearing their mask. Everyone is following like protocol in terms of washing their hands and being clean. And it's only six to 10 hours. I don't think I could fly for no more than 10 hours being in. Mm, so yes, I think that would be okay for me. I would definitely Girl, you, go on a plane now. <laughs> you brave, honey. You brave. I wouldn't. I, I, would. I would. No. The first <clears throat> or sneeze that I hear, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I they will need to land that plane for me. I'm convinced. I don't know. I'm not there yet. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm telling you, I already know from my last flights that, and that was just from like Fort Lauderdale to Newark, that the passenger next to me, and bless her heart, bless her heart, but she was starting to get start testing me. She kept just <clears throat> coughing and like clearing her throat. And I literally told myself, I said, I said my full name, Catherine, Catherine, please, <laughs> please calm yourself because she kept coughing with her mouth open. So oh. I then told myself she has one more time to do this before I will politely tell her, hi, would you mind just kind of covering your mouth while you cough, you know, for myself and the other passenger next to me. And you know what the, how should I say, world must have known that I was on that last straw with her. And she literally looked at me the last time she coughed and then she started covering her mouth. But imagine that was prior to this whole COVID-19 where I may not even have a cough and I may have it, right? Mm -hmm. So, and those airlines are tight. The little, you know, your little seats, even the bathrooms. But yeah. I'm, go for it now, honey, okay? I would do it for Paris. If, for a flight to Paris, I will definitely do that. But nothing okay. like, in the U.S. Like, I can always wait until next year. So you'll go to Paris, but not in the U.S. You'll do a three, a, a Because of hours. the price. Because of the price, I would go. Okay. Why not? Okay. Well, you know what? Some people are even deciding that if the price is right, they will actually purchase the entire row just to guarantee that nobody will sit next to them. So that could possibly be an option for you, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Lourdes and I will be waiting for you to get back and quarantine you for about 14 days. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. mm -mm. No. And I feel like, yes, you may not have someone next to you, but that doesn't eliminate someone sitting in front of you, right? True. Or someone behind you. True. That's so, true. Someone, about be that. someone behind you can cough or have something and you're sitting directly in front of them. And like, you can feel it on the back of your neck no thank you <laughs> so you have me thinking now I, I didn't think about that mm -mm. hold on yeah. Lourdes. we can't we can't bust our bubble okay i do want an eiffel tower <laughs> a figurine for my office <laughs> nope. we'll be we'll be wishing you well wishes on your trip um <laughs> yes now, now the only way that I may change my mind is let's say, okay, you have the seat next to you empty and someone sitting um, on the aisle seat, fine, mm -hmm. but the row behind you has to be completely clear. Like I would do it if there was nobody in the row behind me or the How row about in if front they of me. do this? Um, in the row in front of you, there's someone sitting, okay, there's three seats, someone sitting in the first seat, someone sitting in the third seat. 
And then in the second row, someone sits in the second seat. How about I would, that? I would do it. So if it was that order, I think that would be ideal as well. Yeah. That is in our dream world where we know that the airline industry, specifically airline industry, is almost just like competitive with the hotel. They're about maxing it out, you know? And that's why they have said that this is for temporary. They said that they are not guaranteeing that in the future that they are going to guarantee that you're going to have a middle seat that's going to be empty. So it's kind of like one of those things that, like I said, it's hopeful for us because we know that sitting, seeing, sitting planes is a bad sign, you know, so definitely hearing the planes moving and seeing the airport busy, it's a sign of hope. And we love to see that because that means, all right, we're starting to move into the right direction, but at the, at the cost of what, you know, I hate right. to say it, but some people are doing it. They're getting on planes and putting on their mask and braving it up. I, I can't, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Now, moving along from the airlines for all our Disney lovers out there. So Disneyland Shanghai opened up this week and it was packed. Like it was busy. As a matter of fact, prior to them um, actually opening up, they put the tickets for sale. And just within a couple of hours, they sold out for the week opening. Um, now, I love Disney. I love Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and all the princesses. Okay, <laughs> Cinderella, shout out to you, right? But I don't know, like, and you know, and they did do a lot of things in order to make it safe. So for example, you know, when you normally go into, you know, the theme parks, you go with your magic band and you show it, they let you right on in. No, 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 no. Now they're doing temperature checks. You have to have on a face mask and they're providing you with plastic gloves to ride some of the rides. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they are still having, you know, food and beverage outlets limited as well with seating because they're also limiting the amount of guests that they're allowing in. Um, but they pretty much have almost everything back to normal, except they're not having the huge parades because um, those tend to now attract like a big crowd, right? Because who doesn't want to see all your favorite characters waving at you and your favorite songs? Um, and they're also limiting the night show because again, with the fireworks, I think they're only doing like one or something like that during the day um, just to avoid, again, people crowding um, together. But they were packed. Um, they said that the Chinese government limited the capacity to 24,000 people daily, 24,000 people daily. And everybody was there in their princess outfits and Mickey Mouse hats and everything. So what do y'all think? Y'all ready to go back to Disney World? No. <laughs> and I know some people may be thinking, how is this different, Natalie, from you wanting to go to Paris? <laughs> I'm one of those Disney people. World. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is sort of different for me in a sense, like on the plane for me, I don't, I will not be getting up. I'm not going to use the restroom. I'll be sitting down in my one little spot waiting for the plane to land. I'll be in my own gear, my own gloves, my own mask, even though Disney is providing them, um, you know, plastic gloves and maybe plastic masks. A lot of them don't know how to use it properly. They'll touch one thing, maybe touch their masks, touch other people. They'll be serving food and beverages. You don't know what other people have as well. I won't be 
drinking or eating anything on the plane. I won't be moving. And I feel like there's a, since I'm a seat away from another person, I feel like I'll be okay personally. Mm -hmm. But in Disney, you're like in close proximity to everyone. You'll be walking by everyone. You're literally touching someone else when you're like handing something over. So no, I won't. (laughs) So that's the difference for me personally. I agree. Yeah, I, I can't. Nope. Um, I know that the CEO of Disney, I think his name is Bob Shapik. He was on CNBC Monday and he actually also spoke about Disney Springs um, and how the Disney Springs will also slowly start to um, reopen and there's preparations that are underway to have it um, fully operating with shops, restaurants, and entertainment on May 20th. Now, I... My husband and I love going to Disney Springs. We love eating at the Boathouse. It's our favorite restaurant. Would I go back anytime soon? No, I just, I can't, I can't. I, I do not want to jeopardize my health for the sake of having a great and amazing lobster roll. Like, I can't, <laughs> I cannot, no. Um, <laughs> I will make my own homemade lobster rolls. I'll go to Publix, I'll buy some lobster, get the nice buttered bread. It will be just as delicious, okay? And no. safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I beat that. <laughs> I mean, I have to say it, you know, but I can guarantee that, um, and I have a feeling that once Disney Springs opens up, not just the locals, because I'm, I'm thinking already the locals in Orlando and so forth, and but imagine people who are like, I go to Disney six times a year, you know, even more, it's going to get flocked, you know? And I feel like, I guess I look at it two ways. I look at it in a way of like, it makes me happy. Cause I'm like, all right, our industry is getting back to normal. We have jobs coming up, you know, but then there's that other side of me, just that you guys are thinking about like, okay, but how much is it really worth? You know, like I know that me being there, I will never feel like I'm free. You know, like I can, touch anything my kids can run around you know like god forbid someone is you know too close to me as it is now when I go to Target or Costco I don't want no one next to me like I want to have a mask that says back up six feet like I can't I can't take it no more so like you can't do that everywhere but I have a feeling that people aren't going to flock to it and I really can't talk too much about it because you know my grandma is a Orlando Disney lover and she surprised us like a week ago or two weeks ago with some news that she booked um, a family vacation to Orlando in December. Now, I, you know, I always tell you guys, I'm like, nope, 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 I'm not going anywhere. And when she told me that, my grandma's like the G of our family. You can't tell her no. So when she said it, I'm like, yeah, I'll be there around when? December? And she's like, well, you know, if you want to discuss it with your husband, I was like, ah, I'm making up my mind. Sorry, honey. Um, I did talk with him about it later, but you know, he, even when I mentioned to him, he was like, you ready to go? You ready to travel? And I was like, I guess in the moment, I just thought about being with my family. You know, like I just thought about, I miss seeing my family. We're all quarantined away from each other. And if it's just that moment for us to be together in a villa or two villas, I guess for a second, I forgot about my fears. You know, I just, I wanted some sense of normality and my kids have been begging to go to Orlando and see Disney. So 
I don't know. I feel like that's where I forgot all about my craziness of like, I don't want to get sick. I'm going to spray people with Lysol and stuff. So who knows? I, I'll, I'm imagining Disney Springs is going to be packed though when they open up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but I, if I do go, I'll let you guys know I will be all, okay, covered up. <laughs> We're going to need to quarantine you for two weeks, Kathy. <laughs> That's okay. I, listen, I mm-hmm. will quarantine myself for two weeks. All right? You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but I didn't say I'm ready to go to the parks yet. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not ready to go to my haunted mansion. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But who knows? You know, we just don't know. I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm curious to kind of fast forward time and see what fall is going to look like, you know, for us. Definitely. Yeah. So um, one other topic that I actually did want to bring up is the topic of concerts. So um, one of my husband's and I favorite pastimes is going to concerts and just enjoying the music, going out to eat uh, right before a concert and just having a great time. Um, and there have been several articles that have been coming out with, um, this particular topic. And when I say articles, I mean the Los Angeles times, the New York post, and there was actually an article that was posted on the 8th of May from the New York post, which says that now drive-in concerts may be the future of live music, uh, being that we are in this COVID-19 world. Um, so music concerts are going in the way of drive-in movie theaters with fans watching performances from inside their cars. Um, Now, how would you guys feel about going to a concert and viewing the artists from your car? No, ma'am. I don't want to see Beyonce from my Hyundai. (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I, Beyonce, I love you. Um, but not, no, not from, not from Hyundai. No, not from Sonata. No, I'm going to be upset. Like, and how's the traffic going to be to get in? Oh my right. God. Why? <laughs> no, that just scares me. Oh my God. No. Mm-mm. How am I supposed to dance in my car? It's not that big. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't be. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I can't. Yeah. I I mean, you can sway a little bit, you know. You can just. I can't sway in the Hyundai. <laughs> you know, if I had an expedition, maybe we could sway in the back. But I can't. You have do a that cup holder. You have I your know. your um. <laughs> you can honk. You know, when you get a little bit more excited. Honk. Honk. You have AC in the car I'm, too. No, no, no. I'm like, I need the wind blowing. Like her wind, like when her hair is blowing and I'm out in that concert and my hair is blowing, I'm like, yes, Beyonce. Yes. Okay. No, I don't want to be in the car. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Imagine like, the car fumes. <coughs> oh my God. No. No, no, and no. It was funny because my husband and I were talking about this the other day and he mentioned, um, well, because he's very um, analytical when it comes to concerts, being that that's like one of his passions and he loves music. So when we were having this conversation, he was like, well, babe, so, I mean, what are they going to do about going to the bathroom? What if you got to go to the bathroom? How's that exactly. going to work? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Are you going to have to go to a porta potty? If so, how's the line going to work? Oh, no. And oh, he's like, what about merchandise? What if I want to get a t-shirt? How is that going to work? Are they just going to go up to every single car? Like, you know, how would that work? 
with social distancing. And I'm like, you're right. I don't know how that would work. So, mm -hmm. I just want to see how this um, fans out, especially in Miami. I'm trying to think of a, a big space where they can accommodate like over a hundred cars and have like a movie screening or a not a movie, a concert where anyone else won't be able to see but the cars. Um, West Palm has a really good um, amphitheater that's huge. So I could see that happening in West Palm. In Miami, um, oh my God, I don't know. Yes, I don't know. Yes. In Miami, I, I, I mean. No, mm, mm, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> like, I watch it from my house again. I don't, it just took my joy away. Like, what? I mean, I guess you know what I think about it. I wonder if they would test out, but then I started thinking about it. Like they were talking about, you know, the arenas now and how is it going to be for sport events, right? So they said at the beginning, people, they were probably be doing games, you know, without um, guests, right? But then later on, they're thinking about like spacing out the guests. So I thought, well, how about they do that with concerts? But what do we do in concerts? We're singing, you know, when we sing, and we're happy, sometimes, you know, saliva comes out. So it's like, oh, maybe I wish I was back in my Hyundai, you know, to see Beyonce. But I don't know. It's And then your husband has a great point, like a porta Oh, my God. No, no. Yeah, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to, to see how this goes. Almost reminds me of, like, the Jetsons. Remember how, like, they used to go to these drive-ins? And um, it's going to be very futuristic. Um, but the show must go on, so there has to be something that, has to work out for the safety and also for the artist, you know, and the guest. That's crazy. That's it's crazy. funny that you were mentioning sporting events because um, Joelle and I really like to watch a lot of wrestling on TV. Mm -hmm. And we've been watching wrestling for the past um, two weeks. Um, and we've noticed a change in terms of how um, they've been performing in front of uh, audiences. So uh, prior to two weeks, they were performing in um, arenas where there have been no guests. And recently, um, we've noticed that there are actually guests in the stands, but wow. they are separated. So when the camera pans to the audience, you're seeing there are people there, but they are sporadically spread all across. So um, I was talking to him and I said, if you had the opportunity and let's say there was a wrestling show coming to Miami, would you buy and purchase tickets? Um, being that you see kind of how everyone is spread. And he's like, Oh, I would go to that. That would be amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I beg to differ. I don't think I would do it. Um, but you could see how there were people like there was a person in the first row and you didn't see anyone else until like the third or fourth row and they were spread out and they all had masks on. So hmm. it was very interesting. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's like, it's so crazy how, you know, things have changed and I feel like if we could just go back and appreciate what we had before, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna have, we're gonna have to accommodate it, you know, and I think it's great for our listeners out there who are in events or, you know, want to go into like sporting events or stuff like that. I mean, it's really about forward thinking, you know, and um, obviously the, the need is still there. So just like Joel still wants to go and see his wrestling 
you know, um, I still want to go see Beyonce, um, Cardi B any day, um, but just not in my car. But you got to think about, okay, like, how is Art Basel going to be, you know, on other major events that we have here, you know, I'm sure now it's going to be really thinking about all of this and still wanting to provide these amazing events um, for the audience and for, you know, your, your fans, but in what way to keep everybody safe, right? So mm -hmm. we shall see how that is. Yeah. So you were talking about appreciation. One thing that I was thinking about the other day was actually buffet-style restaurants and how I would like to go to one, and I wished I would have gone to buffets a little bit more, like Golden Corral. Um, recently, um, according to the Miami Herald, our mayor in Miami-Dade County, he's aiming to reopen restaurants around May 18th. However, buffets and other self-serving stations um, are prohibited in the first phase of reopening. Do you think, do you guys think that's fair? Yes. 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 Okay. I don't want you breathing over the mac and cheese, okay, or those yeast rolls at Golden Corral while I'm waiting to get a yeast roll. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Think about it, Natalie. Are you okay? I agree. With no, I definitely agree. So no, I'm, I'm not in that agree. rush for a buffet. No. Me neither. No, I don't even want to think about when we go out to eat, because Alberto and I and the kids, we don't, we used to eat out quite often during the week. But mm -hmm. now we say, okay, maybe once a week, we'll go and support, you know, one of our favorite restaurants and so forth. But in my mind, in my mind, I try not to think about the chef who's cooking it. And I'm sorry, I love y'all chefs, because I love my food. But I'm mm -hmm. like, how about, <laughs> you know, like, I got <laughs> about that, you know, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. your nose itches. But it's just like, obviously, they're taking precautions, you know, all of our chefs and food and beverage restaurants to be as safe as possible. I have seen a lot of places that I go to and they're really like, you know, setting up stops for people to come in. They're literally like, by the time you get the bag, they're like closing everything up. So I like that everyone's using gloves. But think about it. When you're serving yourself, it's like everyone's like, you, you don't know, know who touched that spoon. Yeah. Who you grabbed that chicken leg and put it back, you know? Oh, no. Yes. Oh. I understand no. completely. Yeah, so I is. wonder, so what do you guys foresee for buffet restaurants in the future? Um, Lourdes mentioned to me that her mother's um, favorite buffet, Sweet Tomatoes, um, permanently closed. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. No more I'm Sweet sorry, Tomatoes. Mama Jean. <laughs> I'll make her, I'll, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't. Yep get a chance to go darn it <laughs> amazing do you, do you guys foresee like something similar happening to golden corrals and other like local buffet um restaurants yeah i do unfortunately i do because i feel like it's so very hard to maintain like the health and sanitation within that type of food setting remember it's open you know mm -hmm. it's not even like it's closed off now they did say that in cruise lines they were going to still continue them, but in cruise lines, they changed the game a little bit. So, you know, you can't just get up for your midnight buffet and just grab your shrimp cocktail. Like, no, I believe now they're serving people, you know, and trying to limit that, um, I guess, you know, people having that access and touching and everything, but it's gonna be harder, you know, like you gotta now hire extra staff, you know, at these buffet restaurants to 
to serve and how about if someone sneezes in the air you got to keep your mask on so mm-hmm. it, that's tough you know it's tough I think the buffets make it really harder and challenging to make sure that it's being properly safe and you know I don't know I'm not no I'm not in a rush right now to go to Texas or yeah. Brazil and I love Texas and Brazil all day me too and you know this is going to affect the, the buffets especially geared towards um Japanese and Chinese cuisines because you know we love to go to Chinese buffets mm-hmm. I used to at least yes so you know what does that mean for that market does that mean that we're gonna have to order you know takeout from these specific restaurants like or they're gonna turn into maybe dining in restaurants where they yep. have to serve them like Kathy said maybe hire some waitresses or waiters yep and space yep. them out appropriately yep. Yeah, and then think about it. And if you go to Orlando, most of the guests or customers that go to, let's say, like a Golden Corral, so forth. I mean, I remember when they first opened, that was like a hit for my family. You know, breakfast time, hit up a Golden Corral or, you know, like a Shoney's, you know, we're country folks. Um, but it's, um, it's very, it's very, first, first of all, it's affordable, you know, for families. Everybody's happy. There's something for everybody. You want ice cream at 9 a.m. in the morning? There you go. Get your fix. You know, like, but now you have to think about, okay, how are we adjusting for that market, you know? So is adjusting for those customers who are used to maybe going to like their favorite Asian buffet, but also just to families who wanted to get that, you know, affordable filling breakfast or lunch or dinner, you know? So I think it's something for definitely that the industry will have to adjust just to make sure that we're appealing to all of those markets and customers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, the game is changing. I guess we just kind of have to wait and see how this kind of, I guess, just kind of unfolds, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we kind of have like a little goggles out looking out to see how everything's going to happen. But you never know. Maybe we'll be back at a buffet. Sweet tomatoes. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, right? I had to call it out for existence. Just at least yeah. Mama G. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, this concludes our um, real world hospitality tea segment. Um, We will have some trendy topics to talk about next week. So stay tuned. And now this leads into our real world talks trivia segment. Are you guys ready for the topic today? I feel like my stomach just churned. (laughs) (laughs) The topic is dun, da, 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 90 day fiance trivia. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to give it already to Lourdes because she's going to win. Okay. I'm a heart fanatic, but I only started because of Lourdes. So I, I will, I will take the silver and she can have the gold. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go first? Let Lourdes go first, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your first question is, well, it's more so a statement. I just need you to fill in the blank. Okay. So Azen said this specific thing during the 90 Day Fiance taping. He said, Azen said, I'm attracted to Nicole, but just like blank percent. So I'm going to give you options. Okay. Is it A, 60%? Is it B, 45%? Is it C, 55%? Oh, this is, this is simple. 55. Woo! Okay, Lourdes. Okay. 
<laughs> I told you. I told you. I'll take, I may have to take Hopper. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, you guys remember the couple Colt and R- Larissa. Goldie. Yes. Goldie. Mm-hmm. So people thought Colt had like this weird obsession with his mom. Yep. So what is Colt's mother's name and what is his cat's name? Wait, he has several cats, though. Well, the one, um, the cat. The fluffy one. <laughs> no, the one. Okay, so this cat name is very sweet. I, you know it, Lou. Yes, you know the name. Okay, well, I'm just saying because there's several. But I know his mom's name is Debbie. So mm-hmm. that's ding, ding, ding. And I know that Larissa, right? She, she mentioned <laughs> this cat multiple <laughs> times. Yes, so I would, yep, so that would be Cookie, though. You mm-hmm. are. <laughs> I told you, I am the 90 Day Fiance Queen, okay? Okay, one more question for you. Okay. So, Caesar worked as a blank to support oh. Maria. Remember, oh, it was this catfish, Maria wasn't real, but um, he would always send her money. What did he work as? Oh, well, he does. Well, he's a manicurist and pedicurist, so. Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. Lourdes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kathy, are you ready? <laughs> yes, I hope it's all my favorite ones. Then I'd be something off. Okay, yes, I, I think two. you're going to like this one. So, your first question is What food did Pedro's family try to feed Chantel's family in the Dominican Republic? <laughs> it was a stew that had lots of. Um, all meat parts of the animal. Mm-hmm. And what did they specifically mention that they thought they were like witches or some doing some type of witchcraft? I'm looking for the specific food or mm-hmm. part of this meat. Was it like feet, chicken feet? Yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, so this next question. Um, these two people are on the 90 Days Fiance airing now. So where did Rose take Big Ed to show him, well, to show him where her father worked? Her father <laughs> worked at a, he has his own piggy, piggy place. Yes, correct. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Big Ed didn't know what shoes to, to wear there. Mm-hmm. No, he did not. <laughs> Slipping and sliding in the mud. <laughs> So your last question is, and Fiza almost fought this 90 Day Fiance cast member at the 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After Tell All after she thought this person gave her the finger and this person talked bad about her. I can give you options if you want. And Fiza? Yes. Fiza almost fought this person. And Fiza? Yes. Georgian and Fiza and Fiza from mm-hmm. and Fiza, you know from Fiza is and Fiza is the one that is the wife of George. George who is in jail right now. George, which wait, you I missed the last part. Okay, George is so, in jail. George is in jail. Oh, oh, oh! I don't. Okay, so to be fair, I didn't start until Angela and Michael. Okay, that's where Lord has got me hooked on. <laughs> okay, shouts out to Angela and Michael. I just love y'all. Um, but I don't, I can take a wild guess if you can give me options. I don't, I didn't see that one. That I'm not gonna lie. I didn't see that. Okay. So it's either A, Lauren, B, Paola, 
C, Larissa, or D, Angela? Viola? Yes, correct. You guys are ah. tied. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Viola. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So whoever answers this question just wins. This so is very easy. Out. <laughs> what does Usman call Lisa? What's the baby name? Love, baby love, love, baby love. Love. Who said it first? I think Lorda said it first. <laughs> it was a tie. I literally, you didn't even have to finish saying what does Usman call. It was a tie. It was a tie. <laughs> okay, fine. Let me give you guys one more question then. What okay. is Larissa's most famous quote that she said at the top of the stairs to Colt's mother? Oh, wait, Lou, you remember? <laughs> you know this one. She says it at the top of the stairs, and they oh were all God. against her. I'm a queen. I'm a queen. You almost there, Kathy. Oh, my God. Come on. What she had on, too. It was like a black shirt <laughs> and a gray skirt. Um, um, oh, my God. Hmm. You guys Hold know on. This. Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to like go back to that thing when they said, um, oh, wasn't it like something like, if you are against the queen, you will die or something like that? Lardis is the winner. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> whoever put, is against the queen will die. <laughs> there you go. I told you she could have it. Congratulations. I could not, I don't remember, she kept saying I'm a queen. I couldn't remember the last part. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I remember that now. Mm -hmm. That was good. Okay, now this was a good one. This was a good one. Yes. Can I can I throw in a little fun fact though? Sure. Yes. So I like to, you know, drop a little fun fact. This 90 Day Fiance star was on the Maury show twice. Angela. Angela, yes. Mm -hmm. So Angela yes. was on Real well, you can call it on a TV show prior to 90 Day Fiance. And For the then daddy on that one. note. The yes. trivia is over. Yes. <laughs> and here's another fun fact too. Erica's girlfriend. Um, I'm not sure if you remember if you know who she is. Erica's the one that's super cute. She kind of reminds me of Kelly Osborne with the So her girlfriend on the show right now, actually, she was a star on all that on Nickelodeon. So she no has no way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yep. She was on Did all that. Did not know that. Did not know that. All right, ladies. It was fun. Yes. So thank you, listeners, for another episode of Real World Talks. And tune in next week to hear the latest news on the hospitality industry. So have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.